Good morning, everybody. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Erev Shabbos, Pashas Tevarim. So, just an interesting, on a macro level, the book of Devarim we call Mishneh Torah. In many ways, according to all opinions, it's slightly different than the first four books. In that the four, first four books, Moshe completely took dictation. And in Devarim, we even say in the opening verse, Ela Dvarim Ashadibir Moshe, I'll call you so. These are the words that Moshe spoke to the, Jew, to the children of Israel. So in that sense, it's Mishnah Torah. This is Moshe speaking with Ruach HaKodesh. The first four books is Moshe taking dictation. This book is Moshe speaking with divine inspiration. Now you might imagine that that means it's of a lower level. Because it's not as powerful as when Moshe is actually taking dictation from Hashem. That would be your natural inclination. Well, if we look at the opening verse of this week's Haftorah, the last verse, I'm sorry, this week's Haftorah, Chazoin Yishayo, the vision of Isaiah, the last verse ends, Zion b'mishpatipada, Zion will be redeemed through mishpat, judgment, v'shavah, and its returnees, b'tzdaka, through tzdaka. The commentaries say that Zion b'mishpatipada, that's a reference to the tzaddikim who study Torah, mishpat is Proper law. They're living a complete and total life of, the, of Torah. Shavah, the returnees, is not just that we're returning to Zion because we've been in exile for 2,000 years, but the returnees are doing tshuva. That's, it's a reference to people doing tshuva. So, the, so what does the Navi say? Shavah, the returnees, will be brought back bitstaka. So that, so that has a not just a double entendre, but it has many, many different meanings. Tzedakah, generally, we talk about masa mitzvahs. When you use the term charity, tzedakah, you're talking about actual physical deeds of mitzvahs. So the righteous are redeemed through their Torah study. The returnees, people who are doing tshuva, are redeemed through their acts, through their mitzvahs. Another commentary says, no, shavah b'tzedakah means that the idea that those of us that have stumbled and fallen are able to return, are redeemed at all, is tzedakah, it's Hashem doing charity with us. Hashem is going beyond the call of duty. So the Rebbe asks in a mimer a very simple question on that verse. Wait a second. Tshuva is a very powerful thing. If a person chooses to do tshuva, he deserves redemption. He he comes by it honestly. Why do we say it's tzedakah that Hashem is doing us a charitable act by giving us redemption? If we've done tshuva, it's the most powerful thing. There's nothing more powerful than tshuva. Why would we call it tzedakah? So the Rebbe says, and we're going to tie it back to Devarim in just a moment. The Rebbe says that that every deed we do, whether it's Torah study or mitzvahs that we do, brings down an overarching light, a new light into the world. That's why we're here. If it wasn't to bring down new light, if the light that's already in the world was sufficient, then Hashem doesn't need to create us. Hashem created us, need, even the word need here is obviously in quotes, but Hashem created us because He needed us 
to bring more light into the world that, so to speak, anthropomorphically speaking, on its own, the world could have never experienced. How do we do that? So there's three levels. Torah study, which is transcendent and brings down an incredible, incredible light into the world. But Torah study comes with ego. It can't not. Because when you study Torah, it has to be you that studies the Torah. So it's a dichotomy at the same time that you have to absorb yourself in the Torah and devote yourself to the Torah, but at the same time, you have to be able to understand and appreciate the Torah. So therefore, there's a certain sense of ego in the, involved there. Maisa mitzvahs, particularly the mitzvah of tshuva, requires utter and complete self-effacement. That's a nullification of self. Tshuva, by definition, is a nullification of self because how did you wind up where you were that you need to do tshuva? That was your own ego. That was your own personality that led you to the place that, that you did whatever you did that now requires tshuva. And so therefore, the antidote to that is utter and complete self-effacement, setting yourself aside completely. What's the tzedakah? When you do tshuva, you bring down a light into the world that's much higher than you could even bring down into the world through your Torah study. But even that light that you bring down that's higher is still not as high as your tshuva actually reaches. The reciprocal light that comes down into the world as a result of your tshuva is not proportional to the amount of effort that you put into your own self-effacement. It's a light that's much, much higher than that. And that's the tzedakah. And that comes because you've engaged in such self-effacement that you're now capable of absorbing a light that the world under no circumstances was able to absorb till now. Tie it back to Devarim. For the first four books of the Torah, Moshe's talking to whom? He's talking to the generation that lives in the desert. They're, for, with all of their flaws, whether it was the golden calf, or the, or the spies, or Korach, or the quail, all the things you have listed off in the Torah, when push comes to shove, this is still considered, we refer to them as the Dor Dea, the generation that knows Hashem face to face. They're in a state of utter transcendent light. And because of that, the light that they absorb is a light that comes from the top down. Hashem dictates to Moshe. In the book of Devarim, Moshe is talking to the Dersh and Aretz. He's talking to a generation who's about to enter into the land of Israel. This generation is going to have to get down and dirty. <coughs> generation in the desert, with all of its flaws, had no reason to dirty their hands. Manna came from heaven, water came from a rock, clouds of glory protected them. Everything was perfect. It was an idyllic life. The generation that's entering into the land of Israel is going to have to get down and dirty. And as a result will set in motion the history of the Jewish people leading all the way to us. Moshe says to them, here, I'm going to speak to you directly. This has to come from the bottom up now. I have to talk to you on a very earthy level. You are the people that are not the Mishpati Pardeh, you are the Shaveh Habitzdaka. You are not the people of the first half of the verse where Zion redeems the righteous through judgment. You are the returnees that Hashem is going to give you because the obvious question that they have is, it's twofold. First of all, we're not them, we're not the Derdea. How are we going to survive if we don't have that kind of uh, 
uh, cognitive recognition of godliness on a natural level, like the generation before us. That's number one. We can't accomplish what they what they were able to accomplish. And second of all, what kind of a mission are you giving us? This is overwhelming. Change the world? Actually get down and dirty with the world and change it? So Moshe Rabbeinu becomes, so to speak, earthy with them. He says, no, this is not going to be, so to speak, Hashem dictating. This is going to be me speaking to you man to man, person to person. What's the takeaway? And that leads us to Tishabov, obviously. That's why Dvarim is always before Tishabov. How do we view these nine days? Do we view them as absolute days of mourning, depression, sadness, etc.? Or do we recognize them for the incredible opportunity that Hashem is giving us? This is the week that we become the Shavah B'tzdaka, the returnees who Hashem is ready to give us overarching and tremendous light. This is the week that that's happening. This is the time, the, our moment in time. This is our chance and our opportunity to go out and love another Jew, to go out and do tshuva, because this is our moment when we're going to be able to transform the world. We were placed into the ultimate darkness so that we can bring the ultimate light, the coming of Mashiach. May Hashem bless us. And this Shabbos, be a Shabbos of joy, happiness, celebration, and Mashiach now. Good Shabbos.